Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, featuring Rob Bro. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland. Well, sir, you're a pretty old man. Yeah, I'm 30 years older than you are. Had my back broke once and my hip twice. And on my worst day, I could beat the hell out of you. I don't think so. You will. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland. Well, good morning, West Texans. All you good, fine, friendly folks out there who wish you were. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. We'll take you till 1 o'clock today. Turn morning into afternoon here in the Arctic Air Studios as you listen in in San Angelo on ESPN 960. Booming out over the Concho Valley and right here in the Hubbaplex. Talk 103.9 FM News Money Sports. It's Groundhog Day. It's also Groundhog Day. It's Groundhog Day again. Happens every year. I have no idea if he saw a shadow or not. Don't really care. But it's going to give us our either-or Thursday question in a little bit. We've also got Super Bowl hype. A lot of Tech basketball to look at as they're in Waco on Saturday at 1 o'clock. And, uh, I mean, that's a whole show right there. For some reason, we're going to visit with David Collier from KMAC 28 and Channel 13. We don't really know why. We're contractually obligated. <laughs> That'll take place in our number Two, you guys could be joining us right now on the text line, 806-855-3712. We appreciate everybody listening on the apps. If you haven't downloaded it, go to kkm.com. Do so. Turn on the notifications so we can notify you about things that you need to know about. Could be breaking news. You can follow the station on Twitter at Talk1039. Me, I'm just Ryan Hyatt, at Ryan Hyatt Media on Twitter. The show never ends. We usually come back around 6.30 in the evening, the daily broadcast, highly interactive online presentation. If you happen to miss it, you can check it out at theraiderland.com. He's Rob Bro, one-third of the Gambling Gauchos, host of the Rob Bro Show, Monday through Friday, 1 to 2, right here, uh, king of hat of the day, and pulsing the people. Happy Thursday to you. We made it th- Have you seen the sun outside today? Yeah, we did. What's no, up with uh, that? slipping or sliding this morning. Like Harry Carey, that sun ever goes out, we're in big trouble. Get to welcome <laughs> a special guest on. It is. It has been more than a minute since we probably had a chance to visit on air, I think. Uh, Mark McDougall join us, uh, local businessman, one-time mayor, a lover of fine cuisine and other things. How you doing? Man, all good, Ryan. How are you? That's good. I'm glad you dropped in. Uh, of course, now you're with the Matador Club. That's one of the uh, collectives working with Texas Tech, name, image, and likeness. Has has that been going, uh, the club, about a year now? Mm-hmm. Right out of year. Right out of year. That's what I was right. thinking that the announcement was probably, probably that. And you guys are putting on uh, their buddy Holly Hall on February 9th. Lubbock Legends Night. Tell us a little bit about this because you do truly have three Lubbock Legends coming in. That's true. Yeah, we actually have four Lubbock Legends coming in. We've got uh, this was all Josh Abbott's idea uh, about oh, cool. a few months ago, and uh, he contacted Cody Campbell and myself and uh, pitched the idea. So we um, uh, we started planning the event. He's got Josh. Uh, it'll be Josh Abbott, and then William Clark Green and Pat Green will be coming in. It'll they call it an acoustic swap. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Uh, apparently, that means the three guys are going to be sitting up there on bar stools. And um, I've seen Josh and Pat Green do this before, and it's a little bit of music and a little bit of comedy. Right. Um, and yeah, I, they're pretty much like Dean Martin, maybe, and uh, Sinatra and, when they get to that. And point. so I've, I've told them. You know, now they they don't listen to me. You know that, <laughs> but I did tell them we need to try to keep this family friendly. So <laughs> that is true. I, I think I think we will. Uh, I give them a hard time, but no, I think it'll be a fun it'll be a fun evening. Uh, those guys are coming in. 
I'm not charging a dime to do this. So 100% of the proceeds uh, will go to the Matador Club. Uh, now, when I say that, I do want to say that, you know, we've, we've got a little advertising budget right. that we put together to – uh, promote the to to promote it and um uh but all the money there's nothing going to those guys then i said there's a fourth um jason adams is a promoter uh he's a tech grad as well uh-huh. um and he is he's been a big help in uh getting all this done and getting the promotion done and um telling me what to do at buddy holly <laughs> with tickets and all, all that good stuff so no jason's been a lifesaver on this deal and um but i think it's gonna be be a lot of fun we're also gonna have a an auction. We hadn't finalized that yet. We'll do a live auction towards the end. It won't be anything. We'll keep everybody for an hour. It'll be a five or ten minute deal. Hopefully, it'll be fun. And uh, we've got a few um, pretty cool auction items that uh, that will auction off. That well, one of the things I like is an old guy is the start time of about seven thirty in the evening. That 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 nicely done on that. We nicely um, done. Yeah. So doors will open at six thirty um, into the Buddy Holly Hall, and then into the seating area about 7. We'll get started about 7.30. Uh, the guys will go till about 9. Um, and then we'll have a – I think we've scheduled about 10 or 15 minutes to do a quick auction and have everybody out of there so so I can be in bed by 10 o'clock. Let's talk a little bit about the Matador Club. A year in now, you've spent your entire life involved in business deals and putting together uh, – you name it. When this was approved and we begin to realize what NIL was going to mean – uh, how much did you want to be a part of that in helping structure how this collective would work? Well, actually, um, when when that was announced about six or so months before we started Matador, um, we were already doing some NIL stuff. Now, we were, you know, filling our way through it because there were no rules. Right. And, and we were trying to figure out what we could do and what we couldn't do when we found out there's really not any rules on how you do this. Uh, the only rule was we can't be involved in recruiting. Right. So can't talk to an athlete before they're on campus. Um, you know, I, w- I was telling somebody yesterday, if you would have told me a year ago, Matador Club was going to be where we're at today, I might have thought you were a little bit crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are. Uh, we've been involved in men's and women's basketball, football, softball. Uh, there's an initiative right now for baseball. There, there has been some, um, you know, a little bit of golf, not all the golfers, a little bit in volleyball. There's been a couple other sports kind of one off track. Um, our goal over the next three years, and we have now laid out a budget and a, and a path to get there, uh, is to touch every sport, every athlete at Tech. Um, and, you know, I, I think knowing that we're just a year in, the amount of money that we've raised, um, uh, that, that's certainly a goal that's obtainable. Um, and I think, I think that will, as we move along, whether it's football, women's basketball, whatever the sport is, um, you know, we, we can't be involved in recruiting. Right. But their recruits are going to know. Hey, yeah. If I go play for the Lady Raiders, they got 25000 apiece last year. Yeah, and they, that's a huge spade card for Krista Gerlich to exactly. be able to play on the recruiting trail. Uh, or, or, you know, baseball gets 11, 12 scholarships a year. You've got 30 to 35 players. Um so you're getting partial scholarships if, you know, we, we haven't announced what that number is going to be yet. But whatever that is, that's got to help with, with tuition as well. And so um, um, I, I really think as we move forward, we get two or three years down the road, you're going to see what we're doing at Tech or for Tech with NIL because it's not a Tech product. 
um, is is I think you're going to see the results that on the field or the court or the golf course or the volleyball court or, or wherever it's at. It seems like outside looking in, you guys got out in front of this pretty quickly compared to a lot of other schools. I mean, have you had any other collectives around the country reach out to you all and say, how, how, did, how did you do we this? We have. How are you doing this? Because it, it looks like a model to me. We, we have. Um, we've even had some conversation about how would we package this and sell it. Yeah. You know, we're not going to give it to them. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Proprietary uh, information. Don't come uh, to we're, cer- we're certainly not going to tell anybody in Austin how we did it. <laughs> um, but, I, you know, everybody, it's not rocket science. It just, you know, um, you're, you're seeing more and more of them. But we were – more on the forefront than most of them and um and you know the nice thing in 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 west texas and texas tech we're not competing with texas rangers we don't compete with the dallas cowboys wouldn't even have a minor league sport we're competing with here um and 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 people in west texas support texas tech and they've supported the matador club they've supported our nil um from individuals to businesses, and uh, it's it's very much appreciated by the coaches, I can tell you. You know, and that's one of the things we've talked about on this program, that Texas Tech is in a very unique and, I think, powerful position from the size of the market, the Tech athletes standing alone at the top of the hill in the sports marketing. Uh, you go to SMU, nobody's paying attention in Dallas to who, who the starting quarterback I say nobody, but you get what I'm getting at. Right. That I think it's harder there to get some of that marketing aspect that you can truly get in this market, in this town. Exactly, exactly. And I, I think as as we move forward and more of this becomes public information as to, you know, like we did with the Lady Raiders, like Cody did with the football team, it's going gonna, it's gonna to benefit us down the road. What's been the most gratifying thing personally for you to be able to get involved in something like this, work with these student-athletes, and I mean, this is truly making a difference in a lot of a lot of young people's lives that they would not have otherwise had. You know, I would say from my standpoint, is just getting to know some of these uh, young men and women. Um, you know, I can tell you, the Lady Raiders, uh, when we made that announcement, um, if it didn't bring a tear to your eye, something was wrong with you. Uh, they truly appreciate the uh, you know what we're doing in the NIL space. Uh, they were not expecting what we did. Um, so seeing the reaction, but then getting to know these, uh, young men and women on a, on a personal level, um, some of them, uh, you know, will text me every day. Uh, I got a couple of texts this morning, um, nothing to do with NIL, just, Hey, yeah. how's it going? Uh, don't really want anything. Um, and then there's a couple that are no longer at tech, uh, that we helped a year ago, uh, that I stay in contact with. So, um, you know, that that's the part that I enjoy is watching these uh, young men and women um, grow up and, and, you know, how they handle the, the money that they're, that they're getting. What if there's a, an individual or maybe even a business owner listening right now that go, I want to get involved in this. I want to support this. Uh, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you guys? Also, uh, and we can tell them where to get tickets, which uh, we probably need yeah. to do that there for BuddyHall.com. That too. <laughs> yeah, BuddyHolly.com to get tickets. Uh, we had about 800 left earlier this week. Uh, Cody and I would sweat a lot less if uh, those were sold before a weekend. Uh, but I do know that a lot of people will walk up or, or buy them on, on Thursday, or excuse me, on Wednesday next week. Um, on the, you asked another question. Um, to get involved with the Matador Club, individually yeah, or otherwise. So, uh, matadorclub.org, uh, you can go on there. There's a link there where you can donate. Um, you can get a hold of, of me uh, here at the McDougal Company's office. I'd be glad to help you with it if um, you know if there's somebody out there that wants to give fifty bucks or or five thousand and you want that to be 
dedicated to a certain mm-hmm. program, all you've got to do is let us know. Yeah. Uh, when you do it on, on the on the website, you can put that in. Or um, a lot of folks that want to dedicate where that money goes uh, are more comfortable with, with getting me a check and then – and then I make sure we follow up and make sure that uh, that they know their their dollars went to where they wanted. Either that's from a you know a thank you email from somebody on whatever team it mm-hmm. is or whatever sport that is uh, or the coach or um, we we always make sure we we get follow up for those guys. It's pretty amazing how the landscape has changed in just literally two short years almost. Maybe wild three. wild west. Absolutely, you guys are ruling it though down there at the Matador Club. So. Mark, thanks for coming in. Yep, it's always thank you. a pleasure, man, to get to visit and hang out with you. Hope to get to see you soon. We got to take our first time out of the day. We'll come back with your either or Thursday questions, Super Bowl hype, whatever else we can dredge up for you. Oh yeah, Dennis Dodd's writing more columns about the Big Twelve Texas and OU. Fun. 806 It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Yeah, we like a bomb, 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 Got you till 1 o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios on ESPN 960 San Angelo. Talk 103.9 FM News, Money, Sports. We thank uh, Mark McDougal for joining us from the Matador Club among his many projects and that uh, 
Night of Lubbock Legends coming up uh, next week. So check that out if you uh, want to go. It's going to be some pretty good stuff, and it will be entertaining. Trust me on that. Uh, we have a lot of things going on, Rob, uh, and, and nobody knows about it because I hadn't given out the questions yet. So I, I think we should probably do that. Now, uh, every Thursday, either or day, usually life not black and white, but it is today. Uh, so our first question it is Groundhog Day. Does anyone know? I'm serious. Does anyone know if the little rodent saw its shadow or anything? Or what, what are we in for? Six more months of winter or something? Uh, is Groundhog Day a great movie? Either yes or no is the first question. Bill Murray, when Andy McDowell ruled the universe, is Groundhog Day a great movie? Either yes or no. Uh, our second question, usually we have one sports, non-sports. It's a what happens first question. What happens first? Either the Dallas Cowboys reach the Super Bowl or Texas Tech is in the college football playoff. Which one of those things is more likely to happen first? Now, of course, we've got the expanded playoff coming, so that'll, you know, make it a little easier. Big 12 going to be guaranteed a spot, you know, in the playoff. You don't have to worry about that. What happens first? Cowboys in a Super Bowl. Or Texas Tech in the college football playoff. 806-855-3712 uh, for you to uh, sign off on both of those. I have checked on Punxsutawney Phil. Yeah, what's the word today? He saw a shadow six more weeks of winter. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't he? He obviously wasn't here because uh, the sun came out today and it felt really nice. It did. It's amazing how how that kind of weather can beat you down psychologically yeah. in a few short days. Yesterday was 29 degrees, but it was gray. Today was 29 degrees, but it was sunny, and it felt completely different. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely loving it. Glad the uh, sun is back. Uh, our our uh, official Super Bowl hype question today, build the perfect halftime show. You can have up to three performers uh, build the perfect Super Bowl halftime show. I say up with people. Bring them back. I don't even know if up with people still exist as a touring production. Maybe, maybe not. Bring back up with people in Florence Henderson. People, people like that. Uh, did you? Dennis Dodd had his story yesterday. And Rob, I don't know. I didn't get to hear every bit of your show. Did you mention any of uh, his reporting on the Big Twelve meetings that'll take place starting today in Dallas, and that the hot rumor again is Gonzaga potential basketball only member, and then he details the hangups on Texas and OU. Uh, not being able to get out of the uh, Big 12 up to this part. No, I did not see that until after my show. <sighs> okay, with the from the Gonzaga part, and we can we can ask you guys the same question, 806-855-3712. Why? You don't need them. I hate the idea of, uh, at this time, until we just go full-fledged on this thing, and we totally divorce ourselves from conferences, and you're playing certain sports with certain teams and certain sports with other teams. We're not there yet. But the idea of just a basketball-only member doesn't really do anything for me. And I know I know they have a national brand. What happens when Mark Few leaves? What, what, what do you think will happen to that program? That Yeah, is it a coach or a program? Yeah, is it a coach or a program? It's a little school up there in the Pacific North. I mean, without a ton of resources. And if I were Gonzaga, yeah, I'd, I'd be certainly looking at it saying, okay, maybe. But then I also think it erodes and would erode um, the way people think about them. Because if they come to the Big 12, they're just another basketball team. 
they're not they're not going to yearly be twenty you know whatever their record is twenty seven and four. That's not going to happen in the Big Twelve. I mean, you you could put you could have taken any of their great teams over the last however many years, but if you put them in the the current structure of the Big Twelve, they're still a very good team, but they're just one of many. So I don't I, I don't think that if you took Gonzaga that you would be getting at the end of the day the Gonzaga that exists now. And then they to me they just become another mouth to feed. So I I, I have no no desire whatsoever to see the Big Twelve take in Gonzaga basketball only doesn't do a thing for me. No, and there's also some thought on you know like UNLV and other schools like that. Uh, I just I don't see the I don't see the benefit of adding anybody right now if the playoff is expanding. Now, when the playoff wasn't expanding and they shuttered those talks and there was a bunch of movement and the Pac-12 looked like it was dead, that made a little bit of sense to bring the four corner schools in. It made a lot of sense. Right. But now that the playoff is expanding in five conferences or six conferences will be automatic qualifiers into the new playoff in just two years, and this is football, not not basketball only, which is Gonzaga, but in the football landscape... Would you rather be one of twelve or one of sixteen for an automatic bid? Agreed. And and uh, the Dodd column also talks about how your mark still wants the four corner schools to be added, but again, as you just so perfectly articulated, you don't have to do it now. No. Now, the TV contract is also already done this go around. Right. But in five or six years, when that comes up again. Could you get a much bigger deal with the four corner schools? Now, there is that long-term process to think about, but for now, it doesn't make any sense to me. Is Groundhog Day a great movie, either yes or no? What happens first, either Dallas in a Super Bowl or Tech in the college football playoff? Super Bowl hype, build the perfect halftime show. Uh, Thoughts on Gonzaga, all that stuff. The Big 12 meetings are starting today, and they are going to be vitally important. Whatever else is on your mind, 806-855-3712. Quick break, it's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. It's 1134. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro taking you to a one o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios. You listen in on San Angeles ESPN 960, Lubbock Talk 103.9 FM, News Money Sports. It's either or Thursday, which occurs around here regularly uh, on Thursdays, ironically enough. Is Groundhog Day a great movie? Either yes or no. Question of the day also, what happens first? Either Dallas in a Super Bowl or Tech in the college football playoff? 806 855 one, two, talking a little bit about the Big 12 meetings and what's going on in Dallas this week and get your thoughts on, again, this Gonzaga report resurfacing thanks to uh, Dennis Dodd. Uh, and also today, the official Super Bowl hype question, build the perfect halftime show if you so choose to. We're required by law to engage freely and openly in Super Bowl hype. 806-855-3712. Texter says, uh, start the halftime show with five minutes of some guy I've never heard of named Nate Bergantz. Then bring in Ryan's favorite rapper, Kendrick Lamar, and finish with Kid Rock. One out of three ain't bad. Nate Bargatze? 
Yeah, him. He's a comedian. Is he really? Yeah. He just uh, came to Lubbock. Did he play Buddy Holly Hall? Yeah, he did. Huh. I'm down with Kid Rock. I give me ten, give me fifteen minutes of Kid Rock. I'd watch that probably. A little bit of that. The idea of a comedian at the halftime—that's kind of funny. See what I did? No, I mean that—that's not the dumbest idea I've ever heard. Off the wall a little bit. I, th- I think you got to get in and out, and that'd be a that would be a weird thing for the comedian, right? I mean, you got five minutes of a a materials. You just got to shotgun it at them. Who could do that? Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, Dave Chappelle. Chappelle could do that. I mean, you'd have to have a powerhouse. There's only a very few. Chris Rock, maybe. One of those longtime yeah. veterans. The uh, recovering uh, from Burns, Jay Leno. Hopefully he's doing well. I mean, somebody like that, I think, could do a monologue. Some guy who's Bef- done the stadium before? Yeah, before the uh, before the show comes on. That's not a bad idea. Uh, let's see, Texter. I can't remember the last time that furry rat did not see his shadow. Somebody take a 12-gauge to the pest. Punk's a tiny Phil, I agree. It's a rat with... It's a rodent with a marketing plan is all it is. It's as bad as a prairie dog. Do you think it's the same one every year? I don't know. I think they just go grab... Just find a... Yeah. Find one. Does he live in, like, uh, probably I, a no, high luxury? Yeah, there is, like, uh, the lap of luxury. I think it would go for uh, for groundhogs, as who, far as groundhogs go. Either or Thursday, who lives better, Ugga or Puxatawney Phil? Uh, good question. A Plainsman in Dallas is texting in, tanking the college football playoff, not even close, he says. I would agree. Theoretically... Dallas should have a, a, a an edge in getting to a Super Bowl before Tech gets to a college football playoff appearance. Why do you say that? Just the nature of the parity and, and the evened out nature in the uh, NFL. Math, mathematically, Texas Tech would have a better shot. Well, they have it's fewer just, schools to get through. Right, it's just one of 12. But is Dallas closer right now, losing in the divisional round, than Texas Tech is building under uh, Joey McGuire? Is hard to say <laughs> because this gets into the whole idea of uh, we 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 use the term all the time about teams with a window and you have a certain window. Yeah, Dallas is in kind of in between a window. I think here, I'm not really sure. I was saying yesterday on my show that if Mike McCarthy started hiring assistants before he hired an offensive coordinator, he was going to be the play did, caller. Did you know? Yeah, you know for sure he's the guy if he's doing that. And then he hired his offensive coordinator, offensive line coach first, and it was a guy who. Was with Ben McAdoo in New York. He was with uh, Schottenheimer in Seattle when when Pete Carroll was going downhill quickly. Uh, he was an assistant offensive line line coach in 2015 with Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. And this is a guy who's been here for four decades and has been an assistant recently and just got back into being a uh, offensive line coach. I not impressed. No. Actually, zero impressed with this guy. And I, I don't know what that means, and I don't know if they're going to go to a, a zone scheme or this trap scheme that he runs, and they're going to run the power with Zeke. I, I just I don't know. I don't like the plan so far that I'm that I'm seeing formulated. Week eight, bye week. You just survive week eight to the bye week. 
Dan Quinn, fix everything. It'll be good. Texters are on the text line, 806-855-3712. Is Groundhog Day a great movie, either yes or no? And then what happens first, in your opinion, either Dallas gets to a Super Bowl or Texas Tech's in a college football playoff game. And Super Bowl hype, build your perfect Super Bowl halftime show. Texter says, Groundhog Day, yes, great movie. Uh, and going with Texas Tech. I can't remember, and for some reason I think we've had this conversation before, which is ironic because we're talking about Groundhog Day. Hey, are, are you the one who's not seen it? I've seen it. Okay. One of my friends has not seen the movie, and I'm like, I mean, it's nothing. I, there are movies I haven't seen. It's just right. such a ubiquitous movie. Right. Where does it rank for you? If it's in on, if it's, rank it in what? If it's on, do you watch it? If you're scrolling around and it's on, do you watch a little bit? A little bit, yeah. I'll stay to a commercial break. Yeah. I don't really do that anymore, though. Oh yeah. I'm a cord cutter. Yeah, the way the way you're taking in media now, you don't have to. You don't have to do that. It's all appointment viewing for you. I didn't realize until I was just doing just, uh, you know, 30 seconds of research earlier today about the movie. I was just yeah. trying to remember for sure what year it came out in. So I went down that uh, rabbit hole, you know, on, on IMBD and, and Wikipedia on it, that there's some massive scholarly debate about how long Bill Murray's character is stuck in his time loop. Yeah. That it, it never really crossed my mind to, I mean... Obviously, it's a while because the dude learns how to become a piano virtuoso, an ice sculptor. Yeah, he's the, speaking French. You know, the science behind it is it takes ten thousand hours for yeah. mastery, and you, if you master all these things, you have like, like ten thousand thousand. It's hours like somewhere between thirty four and forty years. Yeah, that they estimate it would take that for one person to acquire those skills the way he did. And the movie obviously never speaks to it, never clarifies it. But I'd never even really thought about it. And in my mind, I was probably sitting there thinking, well, you know, maybe a month. I don't know. Right. You know, piano for dummies, things like that. I don't. But it never occurred to me that people had done the math on it. And for all of that to theoretically be possible, that's how long it must have, must have taken. Because, you know, it's a true story. Right. It's a true story. Uh, Texter uh, talking about perfect halftime show. Bill Burr, uh, Dave Chappelle, Jerry Seinfeld for the Super Bowl would be the most shared halftime show in history. Also, I seriously doubt that a rodent has been certified by the American Meteorological Society to accurately forecast winter weather. Have you seen some of the so-called meteorologists with seals? The meteorological seal of approval. The forecast is good to the last drop. Hey, if they're doing it, a furry rodent with PR can probably do it as well. They're all just looking at the models. 806-855-3712. Uh, Groundhog Day, a great movie. Either yes or no. Uh, question of the day, what happens first? Either Dallas in a Super Bowl or Tech in a college football playoff. Uh, and then Super Bowl hype, build the perfect halftime show. Uh, okay, so let's go back to the, the idea of Dallas versus Tech. You have two tracks here. We were talking about, okay, how close Dallas is Dallas really right now in a Super Bowl mode window? You 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 attack that first. How close is Tech? I mean, if we had, uh, sorry, but if we had this discussion last year and we were doing a show in Fort Worth, what happens first, TCU in a college football game or Dallas? Right. I, mean, I was more confident about Dallas's chances before the season last year. And I really wasn't that confident. Yeah. I am not in a good spot as a Cowboys fan this year with with the direction of the offense and 
Uh, Mike McCarthy taking back over this offensive line coach. I, I'm assuming that Schottenheimer is probably going to get an interview as the offensive coordinator. Um, but does he want to come and not call plays? Like you're going to have to get some no name guy who's never done anything mm-hmm. to come in and or or a really old guy who doesn't care if he's doing who anything. He's just a retirement. You're going to go get. Um, uh, oh, who did you have as the defensive coordinator? Uh, and then Marinelli took over. Old guy. Oh man, I'm not going to be able to remember. Guy. What was that guy's name? I'm not going to be able to pull that one out for he you. He had a he has a famous coach son too. Yeah. At the end of the Jason Garrett tenure, I can see him. Oh, what was that guy's name? I can see him. I can't uh, we'll do. Have to, during the break, we'll have to. Yeah, we'll figure it out. It, it it's the Cowboys are kind of in that no man's land a little bit too right now. Of you're not quite, you're not great. You're certainly not bad. They're not bad. They're stuck a little bit above the middle. But you don't feel like they are emerging towards getting better. The way, uh, well, I mean, obviously, Cincinnati's gotten there uh, to the Super Bowl, obviously. Yeah, but but Joe Burrow. Yeah, you don't feel there, there's no there's no landscape shifting thing that you can do. Now you skip you sh- you shifted the landscape when you hired uh, when you drafted Micah Parsons. You went from the worst defense to the best defense pretty much in one year. Now you weren't as good defensively this year. As you were the year before, but I just don't see you getting that guy in a draft class this year unless it's a running back in the fourth round that just mm-hmm. turns into what the Chiefs had with um, Kareem Hunt for a year, where he where he changed the dynamic. Right now, there was also a guy named Patrick Mahomes. He he changed some dynamics as well. But you you don't have that opportunity this year. You just have what you have, and I don't see any landscape shifting move that's going to make that roster good enough. Now, the NFC is interesting because I think it's open, and I think the Eagles. Agreed. I think the Eagles are going to lose quite a few players because that's what happens when you win the Super Bowl. Everyone gets their ring and moves on, and they're going to have a couple of older guys retire. Uh, Jason Kelsey's not getting any younger. Lane Johnson's not getting any younger. By the way, Monty Kiffin was the defense. Thank player. you. I knew it was a. I knew it was a dad. Right. Anyways, um, so I do think the NFC is open. That there's not really even a young team that's coming up in the NFC where you're like, oh, if they get, you know, if they get yeah. their Patrick Mahomes, you also don't see a quarterback like that in this draft. Like, there's no Joe Burrow coming out. No. And I know feel people. Like it. I know people talk highly of C.J. Stroud, but he's not Joe Burrow. He's not Mahomes. So, and Mahomes, it took a year after the draft anyways. Right. So, I do think there's an opportunity in the NFC, but I also think there's an opportunity in the Big 12 because will TCU be able to keep that up? Texas and Oklahoma are leaving in a year. Allegedly, two years at the most. And then you see all these new schools coming in. Can they keep it up? Cincinnati's in a bad spot, in my opinion. Well, there's there's nobody in the Big 12 now going forward after uh, the Sooners and the Horns leave that you go, that's a multi-generational juggernaut football program. That if you looked in the rankings you know, and everything for the 70s and 80s and 90s, whatever, that, that those schools were going to be there. Oklahoma more so. Minus uh, a few brief dalliances with averageness uh, than Texas, but still, 
that there's there's just not that st- a stumbling block of any nature like that in the league, which I think makes it great for the league. I think it makes it great for Tech. Uh, what happens first, either uh, Dallas in the Super Bowl or Tech in the college football playoff? And is Groundhog Day a great movie, either yes or no? You can also build the perfect Super Bowl halftime show. We've got to take our final time out, hour number one. We'll get back to your text messages, 806-855-3712. We'll wrap up hour number one of Two Strong with you guys. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. On Talk 1340, the best way to start betting smarter is to sign up for a free VSIN subscription at VSIN.com slash subscribe. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Updated Super Bowl odds. The Eagles favored by a point and a half over the Chiefs, 49 the over-under. Super Bowl 57 from Sunday at State Farm Stadium in Glendale. This Thursday, the Pro Bowl games set to start. Events include golf, kicker, tic-tac-toe, and dodgeball, all culminating with the flag football game Sunday. Super Bowl MVP odds, Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts at plus 100, Chiefs QB Patrick Mahomes at plus 135, Kansas City tight end Travis Kelsey at plus 1100. The first half of the NBA season just about over with the All-Star break only a few weeks away. Right now, the Celtics the favorite to win an NBA title at plus 180, followed by the Nets at plus 3 the Bucks at plus 350. For vcin.com, I'm Trey Westerberg. Talk 103.9. News, money, sports. Red Eye Radio, seven nights a week at midnight on Talk 103.9 and the Talk 1340 app. Final segment hour number one of two. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Got you in Lubbock. Talk 103.9 FM, News Money Sports, ESPN 960 San Angelo. Rob Rowe Show coming your way from 1 to 2 Monday through Friday here on Talk 103.9. So get the app, kkm.com, so you can listen if you're outside the area. Super Bowl hype, you can build the perfect halftime show. And then uh, our question of the day, either or Thursday, what happens first? Either Dallas Cowboys in a Super Bowl or Tech in a college football playoff. Which one and why? And also we ask you, is Groundhog Day a great movie? Yes or no? 806-855-3712 for you to chime in. We, looking at the Big 12, we can discuss uh, Texas Tech basketball if it's on your mind. Whatever you want to get into today. 806-855-3712. Texter says, it's Tech. Movie's great. And second, the comedian idea. I like a texter who gets down to business. Doesn't take very long. Would you open with the comedian or have him close? No, you open with the comedian. Okay. Kind of an opener. Yeah. It's like the comedian who comes out before Pink Floyd. Yeah. I mean, yeah you, you, you used to do that quite a bit. Yeah, that, I mean, that, that used to happen a lot. Yeah. That was a big thing, 70s and 80s. Uh, even into the 90s, you would see certain... Steve Martin opened for... Is that true? Steve Martin opened for some bands, some big bands? I, I wouldn't be shocked if he did. I have to go back and... I think I've heard banjo that. Uh, expert Steve right. Martin. Yeah, well, with the like the arrow on the head era, right? Steve Martin, yeah. yeah. King Tut. Texter, I think the most probable first would be Dallas to the Super Bowl. It's a real challenge to build a team with guys that are with you for four years or less, and then take them to the playoffs unless you're Alabama. Whereas in the NFL, you have years to build up a team. What's crazy is. 
TCU just went to the playoff, and we're still just thinking of Alabama, and Alabama wasn't even in the playoff this year. Yeah. I kind of disagree with the texture and say... Also, the playoff is expanding. The playoff is expanding. It's getting easier to get there. Now, Texas Tech has never won a Big 12 championship, and you have to win the Big 12 to go to the playoff. Well, you don't, but you either have to go undefeated or win the Big 12. One or the other. Something Texas Tech has not done. But Modern era. But neither has... It's been the same amount of years, Big 12 and uh, the the Cowboys' last Super Bowl, so... Mm Mm-hmm. It's not like Dallas has had a lot of success in the last 26 years either. No. I don't – is okay, is it easier to make the Super Bowl or easier – just in general? Like to the Texter's point, right? Texter's saying it's easier, they think. Right now, the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl, easier to get to. Yeah, because of there's only four teams that go to the playoffs. Yeah. And there's 120 – like mathematically, it's easier to go to a Super Bowl. Except it's not just make the NFL playoffs, it's go to a Super Bowl, so you have to win three games there. Right. Or two games if you're a one seed. It just boils down to what you believe on the question with I, what happens first, either Dallas in the Super Bowl or Tech in the college football playoffs. How far away from both of those things or both of those uh, teams? Now, uh, I guess in the short term, the Cowboys still have another year of a four-team playoff in college College football, so they're a, they're a year ahead of you. Because I don't think you'll go this year, but I I still I just don't believe that Mike McCarthy's the guy to take them to the Super Bowl. So as long as he's the head coach, I would lean Joey McGuire. Mm-hmm. It's just where I'm at. Straight up value pick. You talk about being in a bad place as a Cowboy fan. It just it just feels like, and you 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 talked about it earlier. Where's the what's the big swing they can take right now? What what is it? Okay, you dump you dump McCarthy, you take a big swing and you, you change coaches. Okay. Then we get into the well, who are you gonna bring in? You're gonna we talk about you, you would have to money whip a Sean McVay, maybe. Whose heart may or may not be in it much longer. Nobody really knows. You can't do anything personnel wise right now to take a big swing. Dak Prescott's untradeable. I mean, you can draft a quarterback. You can Jordan love you him. You can Jordan love him, and or Aaron Rodgers him. If if C.J. Stroud falls to wherever you are in the draft, and and you want to grab him, and then start him in two years, but still you're two years away from starting him. Uh, it's not the worst decision, but it doesn't help your team this year. What well, made Aaron Rodgers an MVP, but mm-hmm. and that's all Aaron cares about now, right? Also, I love everybody saying immediately yesterday. We now know for a fact Aaron Rodgers is going to play at least one more year because there's no way Rodgers would retire and start his Hall of Fame clock ticking the exact same year as Brady. That right. he ain't going in with Brady. second fiddle with Brady. Yeah, that's not the Rodgers way. It'll wait another year or so. Then uh, make sure nobody else really good is retiring. That's the Rogers way. All right, top of the hour break. Super Bowl hype. Uh, build the perfect halftime show. You can have up to three performers. Who would you choose? Uh, is Groundhog Day a great movie, either yes or no? And then question of the day, what happens first? Either Dallas in a Super Bowl or Tech in the college football playoff. You tell us. 806-855-3712. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Thank you.
Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, a presentation of the Texas Town Square Media Network. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. No, make no mistake. It's not revenge he's after. It's a reckoning. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, your West Texas sports voice. Welcome back. Hour number two, Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. We've done it again. Congrats to us. We've turned morning into afternoon with you fine folks here in the Arctic Air Studios as you listen along on ESPN 960 in San Angelo and in Lubbock. Talk 103.9 FM News, Money, Sports. Either or Thursday, we ask you the tough questions. You give us good answers. Is Groundhog Day a great movie? Either yes or no. And what happens first, either Dallas in a Super Bowl or Tech in college football playoff action. The official Super Bowl hype topic today, build the perfect halftime show. If you were in charge of halftime, which the average right now, they're running that thing off in about 22 to 23 minutes. It's been a little longer. It's been a little shorter. But it is fairly impressive how how moderately quickly they can get all the stuff out there and do it. What would your perfect halftime show consist of? So uh, you get on the text line, 806-855-3712. Use the 806 or it goes to the angry man in Florida, and he won't respond to you, but he does complain to our bosses. 806-855-3712. He's Rob Bro at Rob Bro Show on Twitter, one-third of the gambling gauchos, and, of course, those to the Rob Bro Show. Coming up today, it's Power Ranking Thursday, 1 to 2, right here on Talk 103.9. That, no offense to your other fine shows. I love Power Ranking Thursday. Because random stuff gets power ranked. Same, yeah. You never know what's going to happen. Yep. The people love it. And the people, yeah, and the and the people are your co-host. That's right. So that's coming up today, uh, one to two. I'm just Ryan Hyatt at Ryan Hyatt Media on Twitter, and uh, daily broadcast comes your way around six thirty. It's usually on uh, Twitter Live. We archive everything we do. TheRaiderland.com. So that tech basketball Big Twelve meetings going on in Dallas. There at the Grand Hyatt. Uh, no relation, and uh, whatever. Texter says, I've never seen Groundhog Day, but I've heard of the concept of it. How does the name apply to the storyline? Uh, well, I mean, it's the guy is a weatherman, and he goes to cover the groundhog, and he gets stuck in a time loop, and he lives the same day over and over while trying to woo the fetching Andy McDowell. Uh, wants to know, who's the better actor, either Bill Murray or Nick Cage? Nick Cage. The answer is always Nick Cage, right? Yeah, he's the actor of uh, generation. Nick Cage could play Nick Cage and has. Could Bill Murray play Nick Cage? I don't think so. Could Bill Murray play Bill Murray? I think he has to. One would say he has. that's all he does Yeah. anymore. He, he played Bill Murray as a zombie. I missed that one. Zombieland. Never seen it. He was Bill Murray. Zombie Bill Murray? Well, he... I don't want to, no spoilers, but he dresses up like a zombie to uh, go out in public. Oh, uh, huh. It's the zombie apocalypse. Well, why not? When in zombie land, yeah. do like zombies. Except the one person in the house didn't know that he dressed up like a zombie. Thought he was a zombie? So you see where it's going. Did hilarity ensue? Uh, well, 
it was kind of a sad moment because they murder Bill Murray. Well, it is a bummer. <laughs> so it's a dark comedy. It is, yeah. It's uh, uh, Woody Harrelson's in that one. That's all I needed to know. As the zombie hunter. Loves Twinkies. Uh, our friend of Plainsman in Dallas texting in today for the duration of the pending 12-team college football uh, playoff format of six conference champions and next six highest ranked. What percentage of the time do you anticipate the Big 12 sending two teams to the playoff? 80% of the time. You, w- you would have had two this year. Yeah. I, th- I think that you will probably, most years, have a second team. Yeah, you would have had two the year before, too, because Oklahoma State would have been in the playoff if it was 12 and Baylor beat them. So Baylor would have been the automatic. By the way, we heard the uh, what the tiebreak procedure is going to be for the Big 12 going forward to create their championship game participants. Since we now... Leave the wonderful world of everybody plays everybody, every game counts except when it doesn't, uh, and and that we get to a divisionless uh, conference championship game format. I'm, I'm going to be intrigued uh, on what that is going to look like, you know, and how, I mean, whatever it is, somebody's going to be really upset next year, right? Yeah. That That however it plays out next year, the third team, there's going to be a team not in the Big 12 championship game that's going to be crying foul. And I, I can just guarantee you that without even knowing what the procedure might look like or anything else, that by having a, a championship game that is not based upon winning a division is going to lead to just all sorts of angst and uproar. And maybe that's what they want. Maybe, maybe they want the chaos of that. But I've not seen... Uh, Seeing the protocol and how that stuff is going to play out. 806-855-3712 for you to join us on the program today. It's either or Thursday. Is Groundhog Day a great movie? Either yes or no. I know there are a lot of people who just don't like the movie. Uh, also, what happens first? Either Dallas is in a Super Bowl or Texas Tech's in the college football playoff. We are having you build the perfect halftime show for the Super Bowl. Which, for the most part, most of the entertainers now just don't really do a thing for me. Because most of the entertainers now that are popular right. just don't do a whole lot for me. So I'm a bad... You don't like Rihanna? I'm not the target audience here. Rihanna will be fun. Uh, She's going to lead off with what? What is that, Umbrella? Uh, maybe. Shine like a diamond? You can get prop bets on that in certain places. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a bad person to ask on the halftime show because it has to have such broad appeal. It's almost uh, – it, take it out of the realm of football. Super Bowl is not for football fans. Breaking news. Nothing about the Super Bowl is really about football other than the game. Everything else is the uh, greatest entertainment show every year put on uh, American television. And seen worldwide, I think, in ships at sea. Do we know who's doing the uh, national anthem? That's always a popular bet. Yeah, and I just I just forgot who that is. Okay, so we Thank don't you. know. Well, so we I mean, know. they know. Oh, they know. They know. I bet, yeah, it's we, been announced. I, I do, do not know. know. Okay. Um, but I heard somebody talking about it the other day, and they went down for the, the national anthem prop bet. They went and YouTubed up some of the singer doing the national anthem, 
to get a breakdown, and apparently uh, there's no video of said person doing the national anthem. And I, I, for the life of me, can't think of who the said person is. Chris Stapleton. Chris, thank you. Chris there's Stapleton. There's no... Uh... Maybe maybe it was last year's. So maybe they were talking about last year's. Either either way, either this year or last year, they couldn't maybe. find anything. So you're flying blind on what Surely they were going to do. You would think so. Texter says Zombieland is a very underrated movie. How would you power rank it in your underrated movies? You can do that, Rob Bro Show coming up. Power ranking underrated movies. Maybe we'll power rank zombie movies. Chris, okay, so it's Chris Stapleton. There is a, a, a very famous R&B guy. Again, I can't think of the guy's name. Who's going to do America the Beautiful. And it is a beautiful song. So they uh, they opened it like at 90 seconds, you know, in time. And they pounded the over so much on the prop bets that they literally added 19 more seconds to the total of the running time of how long uh, this person would would take to sing America the Beautiful. Because it's got like 87 verses, I think. I don't think we're going to get the full version of that. These people take these prop bets incredibly seriously. Yes, they do. It's unbelievable. And then there's always word that it leaks out when they practice the day before or the morning of, and that somebody times it, and then they release that information publicly. Babyface is uh, performing America the Beautiful. Yeah. If you asked me how old he was, yeah, I would have been shocked at the answer. Do you want to guess? He, uh, wasn't he popular he's, in the he's, late 90s, 2000s? Uh, I'm guessing he's probably well into his 60s. 64. 64, yeah. I had no idea. I would have said 50. Yeah. Late start, maybe. Or maybe he was popular before, uh, maybe into the 80s, and I did not know. Texter on the text line, 806-855-3712. I've seen, uh, I've seen a YouTube short of someone asking Rogers about the last game where another player from the Lions wanted to trade jerseys with him. He told him no because... Uh, he said that jersey is going to be meaningful to him, but he would get him another jersey. Does that sound like he might retire? Does he usually keep jerseys in games he loses? Um, he's not retiring this year. Well, he's either, keeping the jersey because he's not going to be a Packer next right. year, most yeah. likely. Well, one of the two. Yeah. One of the two. Now, he might have been thinking he was going to retire, but then when Brady retired, no way Rodgers retires now. And it, it, yeah, last Packer game versus retirement is, right. is the discussion, not just retirement. Yep. Another texter, two Big 12 uh, teams in the college football playoff, 80% of time dramatically increases text chances. Indeed it does. Babyface started in the group Manchild in 1977. <laughs> I had no idea. With the band Midnight Star in 83. Oh, double platinum Midnight in Star was big. Babyface. I had no yeah, idea. Yeah, this guy's, like I said, he's kind of an R&B, not Motown, but an R&B, uh, well, legend. Why? Well, and I knew that, but I just... I. I just remember the uh, like face to face and play. I, I remember my era stuff and not the 1986 studio album Lovers. Yeah, twelve <laughs> time Grammy winner. Yeah, yeah, I mean legit Babyface man. I I had no idea. Maybe I'll go try to see if we have some Babyface in the uh, the system. Yeah, check on Lone Star, eight zero six eight five five three seven one two texter. 
not only will Tech make the playoff before the Cowboys make the Super Bowl, I think the Lord may come back first with the announcement, if only Jerry had kept Jimmy. It's always what did, a, wait, no, hold on. No, what did go, Jimmy do anywhere else? Uh, okay, you got there before I did. You do that all the time. I'm you, sorry, you but that's there. just such a the it, the erosion of the Cowboys was going to happen whether Jimmy Johnson was there or not. The salary cap, the implement of destruction of the Cowboys created by Jerry Jones was going to be implemented and was whether Jerry uh, whether Jimmy was there or not. You only got to tra- you only got to trade Herschel Walker one time. And the confluence of Jimmy coming in out of the college ranks right at that moment could only happen one time. Jimmy Johnson knew the college players. He knew the talent in the college game. He literally was his own personnel director for that for the first couple of drafts. Yeah. All of those things created the perfect storm that was the Cowboys from, you know, nineteen ninety one to ninety five. Maybe they beat the 49ers and go four straight. Maybe. Maybe. But I, I do not think there was this extended run that the Cowboys missed out on to win eight in a row. No. Because Jimmy left. Troy, his brain exploded. Yep. Uh, Emmett got old. Offensive and, and line. left. The offensive line. Would, would age out. Would age out. I know you had Larry Allen, who was young and played several more seasons, but no. <laughs> I mean, the Cowboys were going to Cowboy now. Yeah. If Jimmy's there for 15 years, you don't go through the the Chan Gailey era or the Dave Campo Dave Campo era, and, and maybe you you eliminate some of that. But it, the Cowboys wouldn't have 10 Super Bowls if Jimmy no, stayed. That was not going to be the case. You might. I, I'm with you. I might give them one more in the window. That yeah. maybe, maybe. But then again, maybe you don't win the. The third one you win. Maybe you go three in a row, and then San Francisco is the one that goes and wins right. against Pittsburgh. And if you win if you win without Deion Sanders, do you go get Deion Sanders? Right. I mean, I, that's just alt history that just doesn't make sense to me. Well, just people, they blink out on what, what, what did and did not happen for Jimmy Johnson with Miami. There was also a salary cap instituted. Yeah, that, and that was the biggest thing. Yeah. The biggest leveling factor was the... Jerry Jones, brainchild of the salary cap. 806-855-3712. Groundhog Day. So we ask on either or Thursday. Is Groundhog Day a great movie? Either yes or no. Question of the day. What happens first? Either Dallas wins a, or goes to the Super Bowl, pardon me, or Texas Tech is in a college football playoff. Super Bowl hype. Build the perfect Super Bowl halftime show. I'm fully on board with the first five minutes going to a comedian now. After that, you can talk me into some of the other performances. 806-855-3712. We'll take the time out. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Any idea what year this release is? 
1994, this is Boys to Men, yeah. written and produced by Babyface. By Babyface. Your performer next weekend, America the Beautiful. Well known fact, Rob Bro, one third of the gambling gauchos, part of a tribute band. <laughs> I do know every word to this song. Yeah? Yeah. And into the road. I was a I was a huge voice to men fan right. back in the day. Yeah. I and I did not know he was uh the babyface was behind that. Now we know the rest of the story. But how long will it take him to sing America the Beautiful? There's a great middle there between the uh, 90 seconds and the uh, 19 seconds added. 806-855-3712. It's either or Thursday. Is Groundhog Day a great movie? Either yes or no. What happens first? Either Dallas in a Super Bowl or Tech in a college football playoff. We've got Super Bowl hype. Build the perfect halftime show. Uh, earlier uh, today we were discussing the Big 12 meetings that are going on and the Dennis Dodd story. Uh, out yesterday, uh, kind of just chronicling everything that's been going on over the last three months, six right. months, however long, that no, uh, if there was a salient part, I guess it would be the idea that that the release of the schedule this week wasn't because necessarily something had been agreed to or firmed up or whatever on Texas and OU. It's just they had to contractually release it. No, I, I think that means that it's much more unlikely now that Texas and OU would somehow end up exiting this spring and uh, be in the SEC by next fall. That just doesn't seem likely right now. But again, it's all about money. If the right deal were struck, yeah, they could absolutely do it. SEC's probably got the schedule ready to go. Big 12 probably has another schedule ready to go. That if the network partners, if everybody involved could make the dollars work, and it's completely about the dollars, and particularly your two media partners right now in the Big 12 who want to continue to have Oklahoma and Texas in some sort of Big 12 footprint. We've talked about the idea of them playing non-conference games, Texas and OU, against Big 12 teams. Man, I just don't know we'll ever see that, right? That just doesn't seem likely. But, again, how bad do you want out of the league? How bad does the SEC need them? That may be the, you know, that that to me is the question that maybe doesn't get brought up enough. Is that the SEC, I think, looks at this looks at the landscape now that they set in motion, and then the Big Ten added to it. But I think the SEC looks at it now and says we can sit back, and we don't have to have them in next year. We don't have to have them in. We can wait. At, you know what what difference does it make to the SEC right now? I don't think they care. They, they're getting them when they get them. Texter says, my halftime show would be a sing-dance-off between Bruno Mars, Beyonce, and Bobby Brown in his prime, the Texter says. I'll be in the kitchen if you need me. Yeah, that wouldn't interest me. I'll though. be in the kitchen getting some queso, working on some dip for you. Don't, don't you, Hey, don't get up. You enjoy the show. I'll be in the kitchen. Uh, text her perfect halftime show. I'd resurrect Waylon Jennings and Chris Ledoux and cancel the second half of football. <laughs> I'm with you. We, I don't think we can make that happen with the budget we're working with, however. Not sure. Uh, text her, the line should move by the time the bowl, uh, by the time Super Bowl comes around, right? There's no way the Eagles stay favored. 
as we look at the latest live odds across uh, the Vegas Valley. Uh, it's uh, Philadelphia consensus minus one. Is anybody? Nobody is at one right now, and everybody's sitting on 51. Pardon me, 50 and a half minus circuit, 51 on the total. Uh, I do think uh, that I agree with the texture there. I think this game probably goes off pick, maybe a shade towards Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. That uh, a lot of people are just going to wake up, casual fans, and this, this thing now is low. Well, it always is. But even more casual fans now have the ability to affect the betting line through the open market across the country. They're going to wake up and go, oh, I can get plus money on Patrick Mahomes? Oh, yeah, I'll take it. Well, and I'm sure the bigger money is waiting on uh, injury injury reports. reports coming out, and you'll see. So. And and the line the the limits are still in place on this game. the The houses incrementally raise what you can bet. So it's not like Mattress Mac is rolling in this week and dropping, you know, three million on the on on uh, BetMGM or somebody like that. It's just not going to happen this week. But to the texture's point, yeah, I think this game probably goes off around pick, give or take. It just it, it screams that that's probably where it should be too, where I would have it. All, in, all injuries being equal, you know that if neither team is dealing with something massive that we don't know about at this point, then you wake up on game day and you find out, uh, you know, Kelsey, Travis Kelsey questionable, something like that. Which, you know, he popped up on the injury report last week. Out of nowhere, and what was it? Was it Thursday that they said he had done something with his back? Maybe I'm trying to remember what yeah, day back it. spasms. Back it was spasms. Thursday, yeah. yeah. So, but now two weeks out, I and he was fine during the game. It looked like, yeah. I and I, you know, somebody He's asked getting me, older. Yeah, somebody asked me yesterday is, you know, do you take the point and a half right now with with that, or do you just go Chiefs money line? Or yeah, it's up to you. I mean, with mixed extra points a little more prevalent, a point and a half matters. It used to not matter that much. It's kind of a dead number. But uh, with extra points now, uh, that does give you a little protection. We're due to visit with David Collier from KMAC 28, KLBK Channel 13 here in just a moment. Don't let that stop you from listening, though, and texting in 806-855-3712. Is Groundhog Day a great movie, either yes or no? What happens first? Either Dallas wins a Super Bowl or Tech in a college football playoff. Final of the hour break. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Twelve thirty-four. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Take you till one o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios, ESPN nine sixty in San Angelo and Lubbock. Talk one hundred three point nine FM News Money Sports. One to two Monday through Friday. Rob Bro Show. Make sure if you're outside the uh, Lubbock market, you download the app for uh, Talk one hundred three nine. Go to kkm.com or get it where you get your apps. It's Groundhog Day, so uh, either or Thursday is Groundhog Day. A great movie, either yes or no. Uh, also, what happens first? Dallas plays in a Super Bowl or Tech plays in a college football playoff game. And the official Super Bowl hype question today, build the perfect halftime show. What kind of show would you put together for us? 806-855-3712 for you to text in. Right now, though, we visit uh, with our friend David Collier. He directs sports content at KMAC 28 in KLBK Channel 13. How you doing this week, David? Pretty good. I 
you know, I think you would probably consider me the the Ned Ryerson. Ned. Ned. Yeah. Give me a hug. That would probably be me. Great movie or not? I love it. I mean, I'll watch it anytime it's on. It's one of those things. I mean, give me that over probably the last twenty best pictures given out by the Oscars. Uh, watch it over. Okay. Yeah. And and I'm I'm doing some research. Am I the only one? Because I I saw this on Wikipedia today when I was double checking what year it came out. Am I the only one who's never thought about how long Bill Murray's character was stuck having the same day? There's these scholarly think, debates about how many yeah. years it went on. Never crossed my mind. No, I, I, that's that's one of the things. I think I got into that rabbit hole a couple of years ago. Yeah, you might be alone on that one. Yeah, like 30-something years or something like that. That's uh, a yeah, lot like, of stuff. It would probably take me 30-plus years to memorize that entire episode of Jeopardy personally. But uh, Right. That's just me. Yeah, I just it's just it never dawned on me one to think about it, and then that people had actually done it, and like you said, calculated it out to like thirty four years or forty years that it would take an individual to become proficient in all the things that he does during the movie. So now that's what I'm going to think about every time I see it. I assume it's going to be on later on uh, today. Um, so, uh, Super Bowl. Are you uh, are you going to Mud's party this year? I wasn't invited again. Uh, me neither. Oh, okay. I mean, I've heard it's. I've heard it's like the. I mean, it's like the party of the season is what I've heard. Uh, well, nobody tells me it must be very hush hush. Don't tell Collier that he wasn't invited again for the twenty plus. Yeah, I year. feel bad because that's fine. I, I usually beat him in the championship game of fantasy football, so that's probably why he'll hold it against me. Who uh, who won y'all's deal this year? Ryan Mudd. Of course he did. Why wouldn't he? Yeah. You know, I used to invite him when I when I had parties. I'd invite him. I, I, I didn't hear nothing from him. Oh, I was just wondering if you were gonna. Uh, go. Uh, let's talk some Texas Tech basketball. Since we last visited with David Collier, who directs sports content uh, for two TV stations here in Lubbock, the Red Raiders have won two games in a row. Uh, what Other than playing a god-awful LSU team, biggest reason why you think Tech's won two in a row? <laughs> I guess uh, maybe they're not as dysfunctional as everybody thinks they are. My my whole thing is, you got to play together. Something's got to be going right if you do something that's never happened in the program's history, right? right? Against the top fifteen team, so something is working right now. And maybe it's just those young kids that were thrown into the lineup because of injuries, like uh, Robert Jennings and uh, Elijah Fisher. I mean, I know that points wise, you're not getting that much out of Fisher, but maybe those guys are learning something once they've gotten this far into the season. Or maybe they should have been playing longer. Who knows? That's not for me to say. But you got to be doing something right. You got to feel good about that win just for the sheer fact they did something that not even now a lot of teams wouldn't get behind that much. But to be able to battle back from that against a pretty well coached Iowa State team was pretty impressive to me. Uh, do you think we see Pop Isaacs this weekend? No. That seems like that that injury was a little bit like a legitimate uh, three four week thing, right? I right. mean, it seemed bad. Now, I I wouldn't be surprised if Fardos tries to give it a go. I mean, I know he sent that tweet out with the two MRIs and things aren't going great, but I don't know that he was necessarily great in the first place. They just needed him to get out there, right? I guess. 
I mean, if that's the case, then they rushed him back, and it and it's not working out very good. So I'm, I'm still of the opinion. I don't, I don't know that we see AMAC play another game for Tech. I, oh, I'm still in that boat as well. But if they start to win, that might change it. Yeah, or would it? I mean, or would it? Know, or would it go the other way? If they start to win, they go well. Maybe we don't want to mess up the chemistry and try to throw them out there again. I don't know. Well, that's hard to. That's hard. <laughs> clearly, that's hard to do. If they did rush them back in the first place, you, you want that out there just for many reasons. But uh, I don't know. Maybe they do go that route. But I think if they win a couple games here and they have a little more hope and go, hey, if we get a couple more top fifteen wins here, jump over. West Virginia and Oklahoma, which is certainly feasible if you watch that Oklahoma team that makes no sense in the world. <laughs> uh, everybody said eight teams are going to make it. Yeah, not good at math, but if you jump those two, you're in the top eight, right? Yeah, I'm still leaning towards seven. It may have to get the right eight, but I, I think I am too. But you know, you got to be optimistic, I guess, at this point, because otherwise, you might as well move on to baseball season. I, for all I know, Amex working hard because. You know, maybe he was a devotee of Bob Knight and loves the NIT, and maybe that that's the motivation there for him. Chance to play hey, the, the NIT. The motivation for the NIT this year is they're playing in Vegas. You know, they're not even at Madison Square Garden anymore. I mean, I would be highly motivated. Yeah, right? Yeah. Busy with David Collier for a few minutes here. Uh, what is uh, what, what are we working on right now uh, locally? Obviously, a whole lot of tech basketball, but we are – Knee deep in uh, high school. Uh, is, is this the last full week on the girls' sli- uh, side before they hit playoff time? I can't remember. I know uh, they're I a week ahead of the boys. Are, yeah, the regular season finale for for now, finale for girls basketball is Tuesday, I believe. Okay, I know it's senior night over at uh, Friendship, so I believe Tuesday it's the final day. Who's the best girl? We got that. It, it, the best girls basketball team in town? I think we know the answer to that. Yeah, I, was gonna say, right. I was just going to ask you who the best player was. Just, huh? was oh, gonna, the best player? Yeah. Oh, well, I think we know that, that answer as well. <laughs> even though, even though, as I jokingly said, my daughter averaged four four points a minute uh, last week against San Angelo Central. Hey, that's impressive. Four points a minute. That's uh, Those are good numbers. Those are Aaliyah Chavez-type numbers. The only difference is, one played more than a minute. One played about thirty seconds. Oh well, hey, hey, you know, whatever. That's eight points a minute. Is that that new math? Eight points a minute. Well, if she played thirty seconds and had four points, that's eight points a minute. No, Rob, I said she had four points a minute. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help two. out. I'm trying to help out. No, it's fine. As I understood it, <laughs> as I understood it, there would be no math involved. Um, I, w- I want to pick your brain about some of what you're doing uh, now in your new role as director of sports content. What's some of the coolest old video that you have been able to come across? And not just necessarily here recently, but in going through the archives there at the uh, at 13 and 28. I think some of the stuff is probably around Spike Dykes being hired, the whole Dave McWilliams Stuff. That's some of the older stuff, unfortunately, at this point that we have right now. Because people thought tapes and archiving wasn't cool in recent years and just threw stuff away. Right. But coming up uh, up to some of that stuff and seeing some of the old people here that worked and did stories, and you know, and part of it is sharing that stuff. And you know, some people could care less, but uh, one of the reporter's daughters came across it, you know, and she got to see her dad, you know, as yeah. a news anchor. 
or a sports reporter. Stuff stuff like that, I think, is probably cooler than anything. But, yeah, I, I get in rabbit holes like that. You know, some people do research papers on how long Bill Murray was stuck in, in Groundhog's Day. I'll just sit there and watch videotape for hours on end. Have you already started the, the baseball combing for baseball season coming up? Maybe some A&M footage for the, the Shriners Classic? Uh, we yeah I, you know to be honest with you I have been looking through uh, plenty of baseball stuff talking to one of our friends gathering some of the best games I guess during the Tim Tadlock era so we're working on stuff. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, I, I I I get stuck in that. I mean it's it's a rabbit hole I shouldn't get into, but there's a lot of cool video from back in the day from around here. Believe it or not. Thanks. I know that there's a lot of athletes out there that don't mind seeing themselves playing yeah. back in the day. You will never find my two packages I did on 13 as an intern. It doesn't exist. It di- and you, and uh, I don't have it. Put a magnet on those tapes when I, you left. <laughs> when I, I, okay, I used to, one of my jobs, Collier, you'll appreciate this. I used to black tape where you would, mm-hmm. so they had, you know, all the all the episodes of Silver Spoons, right? Or however many they were all on these. T- so my job, you know, for a couple of weeks was just sitting there in an edit bay and doing that. I mean, it's really good stuff. I was really good at it. I really was. Nobody could. Nobody could do that better than me at the station. I know because they kept Run asking work. me to do it. <laughs> Maybe you couldn't do anything else, and that was what it was. <laughs> my editing skills were so bad. Oh gosh, that was really bad. Uh, all right, tell them uh, how to follow you on uh, social media and uh, specifically what's coming up uh, tonight on the 13 and the uh, Mystery 28. Yeah, uh, call your own TV on Twitter. Uh, let's see. You know, yesterday was signing day, but because of the weather, a lot of schools are having their signings today. So mm-hmm. we'll uh, celebrate all the local athletes that are signing letters of intent today. Got to make up high school basketball. You'll see that on KLBK, and I'm sure – uh, recap of last night's tough loss. Uh, Coach Gurley talked afterwards. We'll hear from her. And look ahead to the trip to Waco as well for the Red Raiders because we'll be uh, previewing that bad boy, and I'll be wearing a bolo tie during the uh, old countdown to tip-off show on Saturday because I don't know how to pick a basketball team worth poop. You need to borrow one? Uh, if you want to draft my team for me this week, I know I'm getting uh, Keontae George at number one overall, but after that, uh, who knows? Jalen Tyson has done me wrong the last couple of weeks, but I know I'm going to be forced to pick him again because I think he scored 19 or 20 against the Bears the first time. I was just going to let you borrow one of my ties. Oh, you've got a bolo tie. It probably looks a lot better than this. It's $3 job that we uh, bought somewhere, maybe <laughs> like at a toy store. We appreciate the time. Thank you so much, David Collier. Drive safely. All right? Ned Ryerson. Ned Ryerson. Ned Ryerson. Ned? 806-855-3712. One final segment of the day. Uh, what happens first, either Dallas in a Super Bowl or Tech in the college football playoffs? Is Groundhog Day a great movie, either yes or no? And then build the perfect Super Bowl halftime show. 806-855-3712 for you to text in. We'll wrap up the day strong. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Final segment of the day, Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro coming to you from the Arctic Air Studios. If your air was a little too Arctic this week, 
Inside the house, you need to call the bear. Call the bear.com. Uh, a few more minutes left with you on ESPN 960 in San Angelo uh, and Talk 103.9 FM News Money Sports here in Lubbock. Then it's the Rob Rose Show. Power Ranking Thursday coming your way. So, again, if you are outside the Lubbock area and you haven't downloaded the Talk 103 app, go to kkm.com, do it today, turn on notifications. Uh, either or Thursday, uh, is Groundhog Day a great movie, either yes or no? What happens first? Either Cowboys in the Super Bowl or Tech in the college football playoff. And Super Bowl hype question, build the perfect halftime show. Texter, never thought of the Dallas Super Bowl drought in the context of Big 12 lifetime. Wow. Give me tech to the playoff happening first. Yes, Groundhog Day, great movie. Groundhog Day is a great day. And then said, seeing the response to the Big 12 schedule and the reality settling, uh, setting in to life without OU and UT, Big 12 fans need to step up. Heard, uh, heard said on the Gaucho Show, not by Rob, that uh, Tech's home schedule is a dud, a schedule that features the defending champs, the most recent CFP runner-up, and a possible future member. Perfect Super Bowl halftime show. The impl- uh, the impeachment of Brandon and the public arrest of all swamp creatures. Yeah, that that's that, they are on Fox this week. If they move it to uh, Fox News, that that that's uh, that's the alt halftime show. I think going on on Fox News during yeah, the, Super the Puppy Bowl. bowl they're going to do that. I miss the old Bud Bowl. Bud Bowl commercials were good. Hokey, but good. Puppy Bowl. There's just, kind of a renaissance of Super Bowl commercials last year. I thought they were pretty good. It I wonder did if better are. last year. We need to get our guy. Oh man, where's our guy? Uh, we'll have to see if they've sent us an email. Uh, yeah, they have. We'll They'll absolutely put him on our, our Super Bowl ad year. guy. I did. I did think they were a little better last year. Just give me fun. Give me funny. Yeah. Nothing too serious. I don't want to be brought down. Don't want any of that. You know, poor kid up and dying in the ad a couple of years ago. I would have run the ball, but I died. The uh, Seattle New only, England game. The only sad ones can be uh, the Clydesdales, right? Or the the puppy that grows up into the Dalmatian <clears throat> and then goes back. I mean, that that's the only some heartstrings right yeah. there, yeah, pulling yeah. on the heartstrings a little. Perfect halftime show. You guys could power rank perfect halftime show today on Rob's show. Yeah, or There's just a lot of, existing halftime shows. Yeah. There are a, lot of, a lot of You can power rank just about anything. Power rank your favorite uh, halftime shows that have been done. Right. All of that. Um, I'll go back to it again for those who weren't listening. In the first hour, we had somebody proffer up and say, uh, comedian. They were saying you could put three together. I think that would be huge. I really do. I think they're missing out on not trying something like that and strictly going just the musical performer route. That that's kind of it's kind of gotten stale in a way. There's only so much crazy stage production you can put together for 15 minutes. There's only I kind of just that I, I I and I think they would hold viewers. I mean they probably hold viewers anyways. I guess I don't know, but. I mean, if you Jerry Seinfeld doesn't do any stand up anymore, does he? Did I dream that? Well, he did a tour. He did a comeback tour. Oh, that's a couple right. years okay. ago. Yeah. So I don't know if that was just his one last run, or if if that's something he's going to do every couple of years now. Yeah, but it's not like he's out there grinding away in Vegas. You know. Well, when he three was, weekends a month. When he was preparing for the tour, he did. Yeah. Not in Vegas, I'm sure, but, but was hitting comedy clubs and everything yeah. else. I, Seinfeld would be my guy on that. Seinfeld would be funny even if you are a young younger person 
and you don't know Seinfeld, I think he would still be funny. I think it would still translate. I would choose, observational humor. I would choose Chappelle because I know he wouldn't be unafraid to say oh. whatever we wanted. It would be. Oh, it'd be it great. Would be it would be off the rails. Loose cannon. Yeah, that would be amazing. One minute in, and the censors would be trying to. Uh, we'd we'd the, be going, you know, yeah. going to color bars, and that'd be it. I mean, I'm sure the guy they would hire would be Kevin Hart. Right. But I don't even know that he's doing much stand up anymore. Uh, he's a big movie star now. Mm. But that would be the the name draw yeah. today would be Kevin Hart. Here's one uh, off the text line, uh, kind of your wheelhouse. says, as a girl, I'd love to see a boy band Super Bowl. Give me Backstreet Boys in sync, 98 degrees. My millennial heart would overflow with joy. <laughs> what? Hold on. It's boys to men. You were singing boys to men earlier on the show. That's, as a girl... Well, Boy the text hey, here's, a, here's a wheelhouse for you. Well, Rob, you were singing. Girl. You were singing "Boys to Men," right? Are they a boy band or an R and B group? I don't know. And by the way, what, what who do they say? Backstreet Boys and who? Uh, let me go back and see. Ninety-eight degrees. Uh, Ninety-eight degrees. Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. Okay. Yeah, I was an NSYNC guy. Okay. So it is in my wheelhouse, but I don't appreciate how you went. Well, about. I didn't. Mean that the part about as a girl being in your wheelhouse that is in my age wheelhouse, yes, in your yeah. age group yeah. and and all of that, and you seem to like some of that kind of music. Yeah, but well, boys to men is different. In you my want, opinion, can we power rank some of these bands during the show? Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll uh, we can power rank boy bands. We'll power rank boy bands. Power 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 rank millennial bands, or that we popular from. Uh, like yeah. 97 to 2003, yeah. uh, whatever. Girl Pop? Debbie Gibson, number one. Yeah. Tiffany, number two. Florence Henderson, number three. That's about no, all I got. No Britney, no Christina. Oh, yeah, I forgot about them. Uh, Britney, four. Destiny's Child, TRL. Y'all yeah, go look those up. T- TLC. Yeah. Not TRL. Uh, Dina, TLC. Don't, don't go chasing waterfall. Dina Carter. I'll throw Dina Carter in there before she lost her mind. No, that was Mindy McCready who lost her mind. Cindy Lauper. God, I hated Cindy Lauper. Could not stand That's her. That's not my wheelhouse, though. Oh, I know. <laughs> Obviously. You know? I mean, I don't just know all these people because it's my wheelhouse. Oh, I just, no, of course I just, not. Uh, just because of my age bracket. Right. Age bracket, Wheelhouse. Rob Bro Show is next. Text in 806-855-3712. Big Fast Friday show coming your way. I'll see you around 630-ish on the daily broadcast. At Ryan Hyatt Media on Twitter, follow us. For Rob, I'm Ryan. We'll see you Friday in Raiderland. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, a presentation of the Texas Town Square Media Network.